This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg, powered by Drivers Village and Hummel's Office Plus. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. Seth Goldberg, Stephen Fonte with you up until two o'clock. And we kick off hour number two as we do it this time every Monday by bringing on the Hall of Famer Floyd Little. He's brought to you by William Matar and powered by Drivers Village. All right, Floyd, uh, Syracuse is the 13th ranked team in the country. Uh, you're one of the most vocal SU supporters that I know, but even you have to be surprised that midway through year three, this team is back in the top 15, yes? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that they're back in the top 15, but, you know, I told you a year ago they wasn't getting the respect that they deserve. You did say that. The teams they, they, the teams they played last year, I mean, the ranked teams, they could have beaten some of those. I mean, they wasn't getting the kind of respect, and now they are. They've moved all the way up to 13th from nowhere. And now that the Syracuse University football team is getting the respect they deserve, congratulations to the players and to the coaches and to the head coach, Dino Babers. You know, when you look at this Syracuse team, Floyd, you mentioned the games last year where they they were just coming up a little bit short. Uh, What's the difference this year? Why are they able to finish off these wins where last year they couldn't? I think they got a little more depth. I think the biggest thing about Syracuse football the last couple of years was they had no depth. One guy get hurt, and, and it's over. Now they got some depth. Look at the running backs they got with the Howards, the, the O'Neills, the, the Moneals. I mean, they got players now that can come in and exchange and, and spell some of the runners. Same with the offensive line, same with defensive line. And I just think they're, they're building up to a point where they're going to be very, very competitive uh, going forward. I think Dino Babers has done a good job putting people in the right place at the right time. And uh, I got the respect for him. I've always had the respect for him. It's just the fans got to respect him. They got a great game coming up on Friday night, seniors night. The stands should be full. You know, you you mentioned a moment ago, Floyd, uh, all the games last year that they lost to to good competition. Um, They lost, they had four losses that were by a possession uh, you know, th- seven, eight points or less uh, last year. So four of their eight losses, half their losses. I guess the point that I'm getting to is, do you buy into the the theory that sometimes you need to go through that to, to learn how to win the close ones? Uh, Steve, I don't know. I don't think so. I just think it happens and happens. They didn't have the physical ability a year ago. I see what they've done offensively and defensive line has been just outstanding this year. The sacks they had, the hurries they have had, the tackles they've had, the fumbles they've caused. It's just a matter of getting people in the right place at the right time and doing the kind of job that they're capable of doing. I think they've done an outstanding job all year. As you know, and as Seth know, two plays could have been undefeated. And this is a team that continues to grow and move, and they're gaining the confidence they need to go forward. I mean, I know they got a team coming up uh, that haven't done well against over the years against Louisville. Uh, they're favored by three touchdowns or so. But that doesn't mean anything. They got to go out there and dominate them uh, and, 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 and take care of business. And this team is now starting to learn how to win, how to close the show, how to keep their foot foot on the necks of their opponents and this is what we talked about all year they haven't been doing that this week when they played against Wake Forest they showed me being down 10 to nothing that they have the ability to let that slide and come back and play their 
their kind of football. And that's what we've been doing. I was so proud of them. Uh, I'm just overjoyed with the success of this team so far. You know, Floyd, we look at Saturday's game, and, and Steve and I talked about this earlier on in the show, but uh, at some point, Dino Babers and the offensive coaching staff made a conscious decision of, you know, we're not winning this game throwing the ball. How excited did it, did it make you, as the former running back, to see what the Orange was able to do on the ground and, and the job that they did scoring the ball and moving the ball just by handing it off? Well, Dino is a coach. I mean, he's a real coach's coach. What he has realized is you've got to take what they give you. This is what good defensive coaches do, what offensive coaches do. They take what they give you. They can only, they can only take away so much. A defense can only take away so much of an offense. But they've got to leave some vacancies and some holes somewhere. And this coach is smart enough to take advantage of what other teams give them. And if you can't run it, you've got to throw it. Can't throw it, you got to run it. And he realized that he wasn't able to throw the ball. But you know, the win was a factor also. You don't realize the passes that uh, some of Dungey's passes thrown, the win took him. I mean, it's just, it's just apparent that his accuracy wasn't there because of the win. And so the win uh, was a big factor, so let's run the ball. I made the case uh, earlier in the show, Floyd, that I, I'm not sure the Syracuse team from last year or the year before would have, would have been able to win a game like that. I and mean, we saw the last time Syracuse went to Wake Forest was two years ago. They were dealing with that hurricane. They couldn't throw the ball, and as a result, they couldn't move the ball, and they finished with nine points. I, I was encouraged by the fact that they had to run the ball, and they were able to run the ball. Are you encouraged by that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, I talked to the running backs before the season started. They got a slew of running backs that can really rock and roll. This Howard kid is a pretty good kid, and Mo Neal is is doing a great job, especially against uh, a state that he uh, he came from against North Carolina. So, and uh, Strickland is doing well. He's running the ball well and playing hard. I mean, we got the ability to do that. We just don't have that big back like uh, Boston College has. Uh, but we have the ability to run the ball. The linemen are good. They're, they're making blocks and sustaining blocking. That's what it takes to be good runners. Not just to bump somebody and back off, but bump them and sustain the block to give the back the ability to cut and shake and bake to that hole and get to. And, and they've been doing well. I've watched the game. I watched the running of some of the backs. And they're able now to find the holes run behind sustained blocks by the offensive line, and get some yards. They're doing well. We're talking with Floyd Little, of course, the former Orange great and the Hall of Famer here on ESPN Radio. And and Floyd, uh, a little while ago, Steve and I were talking about Eric Dungy and and the career he's had, um, and we were talking about you know a potential Mount Rushmore of Syracuse quarterbacks. And obviously you throw Donovan McNabb and and, uh, Don McPherson and Marvin Graves on the list. Do you, do you think that Eric Dungy has played his way on? Where do you think he stands here as we look at SU uh, quarterbacks? I think he stands at the top, in my opinion, because of all of his, his skills and his ability. The other guys are great passes with some great receivers. This kid has really carried this team for the four years he's been there. And he's been leading Russia. He's been a leading passer. He's a couple passes behind uh, my score of 50, 46 touchdowns that I made. He's getting close, and I hope he gets the record before the season's over. But I put him at the top of the list because he did more with less. Last one for you, Floyd, before we get you out of here. Uh, it is senior day inside the Dome on Friday night against Louisville. They have a chance to, to close out uh, 
this senior class has a chance to close out their final season unbeaten inside the Dome, a chance to be 6-0. and What do you think the legacy of this senior class will be when we, you know, we look back on Eric Dungy and Jamal Custis and all the rest 10, year, you know, 10 20 years from now? It would be said that that's the team that turned the program around. The program has been struggling for 20, almost 20 years. This senior class has to be considered the class that turn our whole program around uh, with the seven, eight, nine wins they're going to have this year. And it's because of them. They made their commitment. Some some guys in that class left after the coach left. But these guys stayed and helped turn this whole thing around to where now we can look forward to a very competitive football team uh, going forward. All right. Yeah, I agree with you, Floyd. This senior class has been so important. And, you know, you look back on their records. The record doesn't indicate, I think, how important they've been. You know, three straight years they go 4-8, and and then this year, all of a sudden, boom, you know, back in the top 15 and ranked for the first time since 2001. Uh, And again, 25 uh, players will be honored uh, Friday night inside the Dome. And and five minutes after the final horn, they're going to come back out and walk around and and get one one final uh, round of applause, one final lap uh, inside the Dome in front of the fans. Uh, Floyd, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll do it again next Thanks, week. Steve. Okay. There he is, the Hall of Famer, Floyd Little. We got to take a timeout. Full lines now open the rest of the way at 315-437-7644. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.